global recession. The coronavirus recession will be unusually difficult to fight. The rapid spread of coronavirus has jolted the global economy. But this is no routine jolt and this time the analysts fear that the impact would be deeper than that of the eight-month-long economic downturn in 2001 and early 1990s. There are a few historical parallels for the shock waves created by the coronavirus pandemic. From still-closed factories in China, where the epidemic first emerged in December 2019, to the Western nations where millions of people are living in a state of semi-house arrest. Most of the engines that keep the global economy aloft has simultaneously sputtered to a halt. In this happy kind of lazy days, this coronavirus epidemic, which was originally a public health crisis and now it is morphing into an economic crisis too. But the coronavirus is not just sapping demand for the economy, it is also affecting supply. The epidemic has already led to shortages of drugs, industrial chemicals, medical equipments and basically consumer goods. The window for social distancing is the only approach to effectively address the disease. What happened in the last four weeks was not a part of risk calculation. Forecasts won't help much here. Notoriously unreliable at the best of time, forecasts look specially dubious now as there are simply too many unknown aspects. The virus properties are not fully understood and could change. The role of asymptomatic patients is still imperfectly understood. The true rates of infection and immunity are therefore uncertain, especially where testing is limited. Policy responses will be uneven, often delayed and there will be missteps. The reaction of firms and households are uncertain. Taking the risks that this COVID-19 brings in into consideration, firstly, financial system risk. The unprecedented COVID-19 shock has already generated stress in capital markets, triggering a forceful response from central banks. If liquidity problems persist, and real economy problems lead to write-downs, capital problems can arise. While from a policy perspective, we may know the solutions, bailouts and recapitalizations of banks are politically controversial. In the case of a financial crisis capital formation, it would take a huge hit driving a prolonged slump with damage to labor and productivity as well. Secondly, it is the extended real economy freeze. Months of social distancing could disrupt capital formation and ultimately workforce participation. Thus, the COVID-19 shock uniquely 
raises liquidity and capital risk in both the financial system and the real economy simultaneously. So, how different sectors of economy are bearing the burnt of coronavirus outbreak? The coronavirus outbreak might cost the global economy one to two trillion dollars in 2020, according to the UN Conference on Trade and Development. Its potential impact on Indian economy is not yet known, but several sectors are already feeling the pain. Aviation, it has been shut to stop the spread of COVID-19. Indian government has suspended almost all visas for a month as of now. Indigo, India's largest airline, has reported 15 to 20% decline in daily bookings over the past few days. The crisis comes at a time when airlines are also being hit hard by a falling rupee. Clearly, airlines have to navigate a lot of turbulence. As people have become more conscious, restaurants also have reported a decline of 30 to 35% in business in the past few days. Multiplexes will also have to contend with a fall in demand, hurting major multiplex changes, chains like PVR, Cinemas and Inox Leisure Limited. The clothing industry in India. Europe alone accounts for a third of India's garment exports. But with the region being declared as the new epicenter for the disease by the World Health Organization, new orders are bound to be affected. What is accentuating the apparels industry's problem is the decline of footfalls at stores both as a result of people's reluctance to visit them and the closure of malls too. India's consumer durables industry is having a high sigh of relief as factories in China resume operations after COVID-19 cases taper off in the country. But as India grapples with rising incidences, visits to stores might dwindle. This would hurt demand. India imports around 45% of its consumer durables from China. There could be a 15% fall in mobile shipments in the January-March quarter. Poultry and seafood. With the spread of coronavirus, it was not surprising to see a spurt in unsubstantiated social media messages on the do's and don'ts. Among these was a warning to stay away from meat, which was largely driven down of demand. Despite the food safety regulator assuring people that the virus does not spread through poultry, it might take few weeks for the industry to bounce back. So, what are we to do now? Amid the chaos and all the incoming advices, it's hard to know exactly what leaders should do today. But overall, the focus goes on. Companies should support and protect employees in this brave new world. Many institutions have came up with basic protection for their employees and customers. 
Companies have activated no travel and work from home policies for some workers and physical distancing at work measures for others. It is also important to think about the next horizons of the COVID-19. After all, evolve the new nerve center to plan for the next phase. In brief, the need is to protect people's health with whatever measures are appropriate to the workplace. High positive hygienic habits, personal protective equipment, amended sick leave policies, whatever it takes to ensure health and safety of the people.